0: Hello and welcome to Spilling Lemonade Podcast. Spilling Lemonade Podcast is a young adult podcast hosted by your five hosts, Cami, Sam, Riley, Paige, and Abby, and we'll discuss all things eating disorder recovery and mental health. We would like to thank you so for your support and dedication, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Spilling Lemonade. I'm your host, Abby Kate, and today I have one of my Really close friends, Kay, and we are going to be talking about extreme hunger and eating disorder recovery.
1: Hey, guys, it's Kay. Um, You guys probably know me from TikTok and Instagram as Kay's Healing Diary. I'm 15 and a lot of people know me as like the ice cream girl. And yeah, I'm really happy that I'm able to be on Abby's podcast today. She's like one of my best friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited, too. And we're going to our goal for this podcast, guys, is to just be completely like our normal talks, like just chill and yeah. relaxed. And yeah. OK, first, we're going to kind of explain about our recovery accounts. And, and I think both Kay and I have kind of um, transitioned from our recovery accounts um, to more lifestyle and life after recovery. Would you agree, Kay? Oh, yes, definitely. For sure. Yeah. And and i think we we kind of document um the ups and downs of just life today and um life as a teenage girl because we're both 15 16 and i don't know it's just like kind of like what we do now without like in recovery but in a really good place in recovery would you agree
1: yeah i mean we're pretty much both in like a good place right now
0: Mm -hmm. uh just like living life you know being a friend for sure Okay, so our main topic today is extreme hunger, but I wanted to remind you guys that Kay and I are both teenage girls, and this is just our experience. We are nowhere near professionals. We do not have any medical advice to give you. This is just what has or hasn't helped us in our own recovery journey with extreme hunger. And um, yeah, so don't take our stuff and be like, oh, they said this, so I have to do this or whatever. Like, we're not professionals. We don't really know that much. Yeah, always check with your doctors first guys especially if you're like a treatment team or anything yeah for sure okay so we're just gonna jump straight in um jump right into it extreme hunger if you look it up on the internet in recovery it is usually defined as your body's response to the lack of nutrients that it needs daily and then a reason I think the biggest reason that a lot of people in eating disorder recovery go through extreme hunger is because in, especially in restrictive eating disorders, you rob your body of the adequate food it needs. And when you don't give your body the food it needs, it's going to ask it for it more. And like, even if it's at, if it's at a later time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to need the food eventually. Yeah, for sure. Like,
1: I like to think of it as is like if any of you guys have been in like a pool like swimming and you've been underwater for a long time and you've like run out of air those first initial seconds when you come out of the water to go get air you're kind of like breathing heavily and trying to take in as much oxygen as you can but then eventually it kind of like levels out and you start breathing normally again it's kind of the same with food yeah like when you deprive your body from energy and fuel that it needs for so long the initial starting point is just it's gonna ask for as much as it can get in large quantities. I mean, it's different for everyone, but what's most important like to just listen to it because that's the only way you can go back to the normal levels of hunger.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. That was a really good um metaphor, simile, metaphor, metaphor, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, um but yeah, I really do like that. I like to think of it too as like the um filling up the car with gas and stuff. Like the more you the less gas you have in it because you drive too much or like drive a lot, the more gas it's going to need to fill back up. Yeah. Okay. Um. So some scientific stuff that I researched from eatingdisorderinstitute.com, very professional. Um. Okay, I'm just going to kind of summarize what it says, but a lot of the times in those in any sort of recovery, no matter what kind of diagnosis they have, or even if they aren't diagnosed, just anyone that is struggling with food, um, a lot of times the digestive system has been messed up and it needs to heal. And, um, And so that is why sometimes when you don't let yourself have a lot of food or like have the food it needs for a long time, your hunger cues will start, you know, getting all whack and not as there and stuff. Um, because your food, because your body is holding on to the food it does have for as long as possible. And then as you start giving the food or like giving your body the food it needs, it's going to start like using the energy and it's going to go through food quicker because it's trying to use that because it's just trying to get as much energy as it can, which is why sometimes extreme hunger might come because your body is like, oh my goodness, I need as much food as I can get. And um yeah, and that and energy comes from food and what your body needs in recovery.
1: Right. Like food is literally fuel. Like, it's medicine is what my mom always says. Yeah. And there was like one thing that you said that like how when you're kind of like starving yourself, how your stomach like holds on to that type you're of sure. food. Um I get a lot of DMs from people that say that they've been experiencing like constipation and Mm -hmm. bloating and that is like all a direct cause or symptoms of initially like depriving your body of fuel because the reason
0: why you're so constipated is because your body is trying to hold on to that energy it's trying to yeah use or like reserve the amount of energy it does have
1: right so it's like with extreme hunger it's not only just like getting back to like a healthy way where your body can function but it's also preparing a lot of other internal body systems and organs and all that stuff so it's all
0: intertwined you know yeah 100 percent um i'm gonna kind of go over a few things that um like some signs that you might be starting like extreme hunger and like I'm not saying starting like by like you're like starting to like do something bad or whatever, but sometimes extreme hunger starts on the first day, like right when you start giving your body the nutrients it needs. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm hungry. Let's do this. Or it might take months, weeks, like take take so much time, or could take like literally, like I said, like the first day. And then sometimes it doesn't even happen, which I personally. We'll get into our personal stories later but um i thought i would never have extreme hunger but then yeah. i did when i was like way not way later but like a good time past my um weight restoration process and um then i had extreme hunger and that's just because that's when my body was like okay it's time to give some it needs more fuel at the time and yeah and so sometimes it shows up, disappears, and then it might come back again, and then disappear, and then never come back, or it might come back, it just kind of comes in and out, you know, and especially with, like, what's going on in your life, and, like, your emotions throughout the day and stuff, I think is a big, big, um, like, yeah, that, for sure, like, everyone always neglects that, but, like, you know, some
1: people, like, in particular, like, stressful times, or, yeah, they may get more hungrier than others because your body burns more when your heart rate is going faster, you know?
0: Exactly. And it, and you're, you just need to like, especially like if you take the example of like school and testing stuff, like you need more energy because you're literally, if you're at school, say seven hours a day and you're like going from class to class and you're learning things, you're taking tests, you're taking notes, you're, your brain is using so much energy. So it needs a lot more energy to, you know, catch up, yeah. keep up with it. Yeah for sure okay okay I'm gonna ask you a couple questions now um can you explain or kind of give me a little summary of how your extreme hunger started and then how long it lasted or if you're still in it right now yeah so it's a little complex I would say oh but I I feel that 100% <laughs>
1: yeah it's like not one definite answer but I'll try to explain my best yeah, so like, oh yeah you're good basically like Back in summer, I remember the day that I went all in. It was like July 30th. No, June 30th, guys. Sorry. Um, And I was not in a good place. And I was faced with the dilemma of basically, you know, either do your best to recover at home in an outpatient setting or have all the control taken over for you and go inpatient. And I did not want to go inpatient because I knew how debilitating that could be and how like you know it's not such a like fun place to be but i also knew at the same time like how hungry i was at home so i told myself like you know what like enough is enough i am sick of this i don't want to live like this anymore literally. Like i it was so bad i felt like i could literally sit in front of the pantry and just like eat it all and still be hungry for more afterward so essentially That was kind of just what I did (laughs) on June 30th. I was like, I'm just going to allow myself to eat and lay in bed all day because a lot of people say, oh, you know, like, that's not healthy, like eating so much food and not moving at all. That's not healthy. But like health is not the same for everyone. Like at the time, that is ultimately the most healthiest thing that I could have done for myself. Mm -hmm. Exercising was not even a part of the equation. Like if I did that, it would just set me back for sure yeah I just kind of started eating because I was so hungry and it got a lot worse before it got better for sure but like now I'm so grateful that I chose to stuck through it and like to just keep going no matter how hopeless I felt because there were genuinely some days where I was like this is never gonna end this is how the rest of my life is gonna be it's always just gonna be eating lots and lots of food but no guys I promise it's not like that before it was like I would get extreme hunger mm, like maybe like twice a day every single day for like a month and a half and then it just started dying down and now I would say I kind of just eat normally but there are still like one day during the week that I'm like you know, hungrier more than others. And that's normal. Like some days you will be more hungrier than others. Um, but like calling it as just having a, a bigger appetite versus extreme hunger is like a different thing. But yeah, I would still say I get extreme hunger on like certain certain scenarios, but it's definitely not as like severe and intense compared to like this summer, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember um, a lot of, we would send a, a lot of Snapchat blogs back and forth to each other, all yeah. the um Just like, oh, this is what we're doing, or like selfies with our ice cream because yeah, our little Nutella blog. Oh my gosh, Nutella guys, Nutella is where it is at. Um, yes, that's like I love it what are you Oreos, Nutella and Oreos. That mm. or pretzels. I love my pretzels. Um, yeah. So I think I was just gonna say about like I. I noticed the flip in you, like, literally in, like, one day. I mean, I know no one can recover in one day. And I'm not saying you did. But the mindset change you have literally did, like, a 180. Because sometimes people need to hit, like, quote, unquote, rock bottom. Exactly. they realize they need to be like, okay, this is not what I want. My life is, like, crap. And then they have to, you know, do. And they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you commit. And you actually start fully recovering and you start committing to the life you actually want.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like a big part of my journey, like I touched on this like very small, like on Instagram, but just like, um, things like mindfulness, like spirituality, like that type of manifesting, it like really helped me because there was this one exercise that I did and it was kind of like, you know, envision yourself a year from now, uh, where do you see yourself like being, doing, acting. And all I saw was myself like stuck in the same cycle. And that really scared me. Miserable. Like, you know, I was like, yeah. Literally waking up used to be like the worst part of my day because I was just like, well, it's it's another day. Another day being stuck in like the eating disorder cycle. I just wish that I could be normal so bad. So kind of just like, you know, that doesn't have to be my life in a year from now. The only reason why, you know, you're envisioning that is because you're choosing that. Like, and I'm like, I don't want to choose this life. I don't want to choose to be like that. So it's kind of just like making that switch for yourself and identifying it's like, it's as simple as it is, like as difficult because like, I know how, well, like all the mind games that it plays on you, like, I know how exhausting it is, but it's so worth it, honestly, to just you know, go against
0: everything you've ever thought. For sure. I'm going to ask you a question about that because I want advice and I know anyone else could use this advice too. Was besides just like wanting your life back and stuff, was there a, like, were you, were, how are were you able to overcome all the fear of weight gain and people and the fears of calories and all that stuff? Was there anything? that you would recommend to anyone to just be able to get out of the eating disorder cycle like no matter what kind of diagnosis or behaviors they do like i even know today like this is a little like little deeper than we're going to talk about right now but like i still wake up i'm like oh man today and i'm already going into the cycle of thinking about food not in a bad way like i am doing great with food and stuff but i still worry about it like i actually have a post coming up on this like later or whatever but like How are you able to, you know, get that food freedom eventually that people post about? And then some people are like, oh, that doesn't exist and stuff. Like, is there anything you could give to me and all of us today that maybe that could give us a little something to try to eventually, like, just, you know, be neutral with food and body and everything?
1: Yeah. So the first thing, like, just touching on, like, behaviors and stuff, it's like, no matter what. You have to, like, stop doing it. And I touched on this, but, like, exercising and compulsive, like, exercising was something that I really struggled with. Huh? And for me, the only way that I could recover is to stop all of that. Oh, yeah. Compulsive. 100%. Yeah. Sure. And same with, like, restricting foods and being scared of certain foods. If, like, you're saying, like, you know, you have, like, fear foods of, like, you know, the common stuff, like, cake, pastries. Yeah you have to make an effort to eat those foods completely. and yeah there was this one thing that I would like tell myself when I was going through extreme hunger that would really help me make food decisions and it was like I would be like you know I'm hungry right now what do I want to eat and I would give myself five seconds to decide and like whatever popped in my head I had to go get it so if I was like five four three two one ice cream I was like okay I really want ice cream but let me get like an apple instead no you can't do that because your body truly wants the ice cream so you have to go get it for sure like i love this. i love yeah and what would end up happening is like if you just say oh no i'm going to go eat an apple instead you go eat that apple but then you're like oh i'll still ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you end up having both anyways um but yeah, another thing was i kind of like made an Instagram post on this before, but it's like, you just have to like, let go and start acting like a person who actually has food freedom. So I would be like, okay, a person with food freedom doesn't plan out every single meal of the day and every single gram of food they're going to like put in their mouth. They don't spend hours trying to compensate for what they ate. They just go about living life. So you have to like, channel that energy and kind of just you know yeah that's what you want to be and then as for weight gain that was something that was really hard for me you know just the whole idea of like gaining weight but i know a lot of people aren't like this but in my case it was like i would look at myself in the mirror and i would like cry of how like how ugly I looked like I did not like how I looked when I was at my lowest weight I didn't mm-hmm, like, how pale how dead how like frail I looked I hated it so I was like okay so like if I literally hate how I look now then like why is gaining weight so scary like why is that like such a bad idea why is that such like you know, feared in my head. And it wasn't necessarily the thing of like gaining weight, but it was that irrational feel of like, um, what if like I gain too much weight? What if I become like obese in the process? And there's nothing wrong with like being in a bigger body. I just want to like say that as well. But people always are like, oh, if I just like let myself eat and gain weight, I'm just going to gain weight forever. And that was how I would think. But like, I don't know like how to explain it, but like you have to take my word on it that like your body will not gain weight forever because you know once you reach like your body's like set weight where it's happy at. That's why is the would, point like, theory? Yeah, why would it keep telling you to like eat and eat and eat and eat? Like why would it want to gain so much weight? Just this like the same thing with like losing weight. Like why would your body
0: want to lose all that weight? Like it doesn't. If you know yeah. what I mean no for sure i really liked about the um just like letting go which i think is so important one of my favorite quotes is in order to gain control you have to lose some burst i just think i saw that quote probably on pinterest or something and i was like oh my gosh like because at this or like when you're in your deep eating disorder no matter how deep you are whatever you do not you think you have control but no the eating disorder is controlling you you have control exactly and so in order to get your life back and to get your control over your life, I guess, you literally just have to like be like, okay, I'm not I know it's not this easy. Like obviously, otherwise there'd be no base orders, but you kind of, you do have to just kind of be like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to listen to you. It's kind of like opposite action. Like, like you literally just can't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it any better but it is it's also
1: the whole thing with like you know destroying those old neural networks and rebuilding new healthy ones it's just like kind of building a habit like I tell a lot of people that like you know that first week or so of extreme hunger for me was the hardest because that is actually like the most important time that is when all the rules are being broken all of these old pathways that you had in your head are being broken and going against, and you're actively building those new ones. So that first week, I was literally crying 24 seven. I was like losing my shit, literally shivering. Like my, <laughs> I was sorry, not funny, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little funny to think of me now. <laughs> Only I'm like, wow, I'll just be looking back. And I was like, what was I so scared about? Like, it's really like, it's really not that deep. Like it's not, but yeah yeah that's just what eating disorders do they make mm-hmm. you go pretty crazy
0: Blimey.
1: yeah so once you get past those first couple like points of extreme hunger it just kind of becomes like normalized to you like just eating food again and you're like well like you know nothing bad happened to me while honoring extreme hunger like like weight gain happened yeah that's not bad though Like. I feel happier and more
0: confident than I ever have. So, yeah, it's going to go into my next question. How has your life changed when you went all in and you surrendered to healthy self and get get got rid of the eating disorder, essentially? Oh, my God. I have so much
1: to say about this. Would you hope it career was worth it? Well, yes. What if that? Oh, my God. Good. I agree. (laughs) Yeah it's not even funny like i would never ever go back to that ever again even if someone were to give me like a million dollars i'll be like hell no like everything's got so much better like before it was like you know i wasn't only worried about myself but i didn't see how much damage i was doing to the others around loved me my parents like my mom and dad they would literally be like wouldn't be able to fall asleep because they were just crying because they were worried about me yes she had to like stay back from like trips because she was worried that she wouldn't be able to like see me and stuff and a lot of my friends like you guys probably know from my instagram stories my sleepover vlogs like (laughs) jenna like those are my closest friends and i was such a bitch and i like completely like unassociated myself from them I completely isolated myself they would be calling me and texting me and they would be like how are you like yeah are you hey like we're worried about you and I would just be like "Mm, yeah whatever I'm fine and I was like you know that's so like you know people and it really showed me like how much people like genuinely like care about me and even if you guys don't think that like people don't care about you I promise there are definitely people in your life that do care about you and they do love you and just seeing that like how stressed everyone around me was like the other thing with recovery is like you know my family would always be like oh my god like you really scared us like we're so happy that you're like you're back to yourself again and like you're healthy again and like that doesn't bother me like being called like healthy and like better it doesn't bother i'm just like yeah i know like i did that
0: and I I fixed myself, like. Something that literally just came to my mind when you said, when people call you healthy, it doesn't bother you uh, as much or at all anymore. Like, yeah, I'm at that point too. But you know how like a lot of eating disorders, everyone, of course, they all develop for different reasons. But a main, a common one, I guess, is like, you want to be healthy. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be healthy. Well, look where that went. And then now look at us now. Now we're actually healthy and happy. It's like, yeah, that's literally how it like started for me.
1: Just an innocent, literally, and like lifestyle change. Like, oh, I'm going to start eating healthy and working out so I can become fit. Girl, that's like the worst thing you could like literally have done to yourself. Like, I wish I could have gone back in time and been like, yes, that's great and all, but you're doing it all wrong.
0: (laughs) Yes, literally. And yeah. For sure, okay, I'm gonna wrap up in a few minutes, but do we have anything else I want to talk about, touch on? Any advice we have for other people that are not sure what to do next? Um, yeah, I guess I have a few
1: pieces of advice. like give us it. yeah, a lot of people they'll be asking me like, um, I have extreme hunger, but like I'm scared to honor it, and I just like always eat a ton and I like compensate afterwards, or I feel like I'm binging. And I'm like, first of all, compensation is probably one of the worst things you can ever do, even if you're healthy,
0: uh-huh. because you're showing your body, body that you're in that cycle and you, you show your body that that's what it needs to do after X and X happens. Yeah. You're showing
1: your body that you are still in danger. Food is still scarce. Food is still being taken away from you. So it's just going to keep asking for more and more food. So, yeah. No matter how uncomfortable it is, like, don't compensate. Always make sure that you have something to eat. And this is your guys' reminder if you have not eaten today or you have to get a meal, go get a snack.
0: We both have our waters in front of us. I have a couple bikes of my lunch left that I'm gonna do eat in just a second. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's that's one thing. But then the next thing about binging, a lot of people will be like, I'm scared of developing. Binge eating disorder or swinging in the other way. Oh my gosh, I hate that term. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, first of all, like binge eating is a lot more complex and complicated than everyone thinks. You can't just get binge eating disorder from extreme hunger. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other psychological aspect to it. And extreme hunger is essentially recovery hunger. It's, yeah, I don't even like to call it extreme hunger Wait, because- well, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, there's nothing extreme about it. Hey, extreme
0: hunger or healing hunger? Healing hunger for sure. But... You're healing your body. You're giving it what it needs. You are healing your hunger and your hunger cues. Yeah, and you're... like extreme hunger, like,
1: like, yes, it may seem like an extreme quantity, but like it's healing your body. It's a direct physiological response mm-hmm essentially starving yourself so you can't just expect yourself to deprive yourself of all this energy and then go through extreme hunger and be like oh well now now i'm binging oh oh my gosh no you're making up for what you've lost
0: you're you're giving your body what it's need, what it is needing like like when you come up for air when you're swimming you're giving air you, you wouldn't like not breathe for you know however long you needed to breathe yeah you wouldn't be
1: like oh my gosh i'm binging on air now exactly i don't like, and no, it, it doesn't work like that, you guys. No. And
0: yeah, for sure. And something I think is just like, you can't, I'm trying to think of the exact words, but you know, like the saying that's like, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. Got to go through it from that book and things. I don't know. But like, I think that is something in all recovery. You can't just kind of fake recovery. Okay, you can, but it's, you're just not going to get anywhere. You're just going to start. It's not, not going to end well. You know. not gonna, you're just going to have to go back from the very beginning. So instead, you you need to actually put your fr- your first foot out the door and start in the right direction. And obviously, there's ups and downs and whatever, but you have to you you have to do it for yourself at the end of the day. Is what I think. That's I'm sure. sure. And like, don't expect extreme hunger to be like
1: this easy healing process. Yes. You are gonna go through some rough patches and like ups and downs. Like recovery, obviously, is not linear. And just like what is most important is just, you know, trying your best because if you really want something that bad, then like nothing should stop you from going to, you know, go after that. Like you're going to have bad days. But what's most important is like on those bad days, those are when you make the most growth. For sure. All
0: right. um, As we wrap up today's episode, I want to remind you guys that are each And everyone's recovery is different and it's not linear there's gonna be days when it's feel when you feel free from your eating disorder and then the days when you're like I don't know what to do and you literally just want to sit in bed crying all day and that is totally normal and it's not those those are setbacks that you don't have to act on just because you're feeling that way doesn't mean you have to react and that is how you change the outcome of your future. Hey, I want to thank you so so much for joining me today and talking through this difficult all um topic with us. Um and yeah, I thank think... you for having me. I love oh. being
1: here. It was so fun.
0: It was so fun. I know. It just seems like we're like talking and um yeah, it was so much fun just to talk about, you know, and like I feel like and we're so passionate about this. I can I can tell. I can tell uh-huh. of us. Just, just wanna help as many people as we can. Exactly. It was, I would
1: never wish this upon my worst enemy. And like, this is going to be like one of the hardest, but also best things that you could ever do in your life just to recover.
0: Yes, for sure. All right, guys, make sure if you want um, to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, K's at is Kay's Healing Diary and mine's Kate underscore recovery. Always feel free to DM us and I'll be back with a new episode soon. Until then... We wish you the best of luck, and yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.